0: Welcome to another podcast or a vlog by your host JBK, coaching with JBK. I'm not going to go too much into into results because I've had to think about it. Anybody can do results, anyone. Um, I'm going to look at sort of the coaching aspects of what you might see on the pitch and the sort of little intricate details that you might not get into as a more as a coach, or more as a as a player, or more as a fan. Um, the reason why I want to do this is I've looked at this from from a different perspective. Of there's been some some there's been some um, good results over the last few last few weeks, and some good results since the return of football. And there is a, a potentially a new lockdown coming for amateur sports. But I need to. I feel like there's something within this, um, not just this country, but around the world, that people have kind of latched onto. Um, for two things: one, the high press, um, and two, a structured team that everybody needs to know what they're doing at all times. Now, the first thing that I'm going to mention about the high press. Two things that need to happen is you need to have the players. Um, you need to have the psychology that you you have put into your team that they will never, they won't always have the ball, a hundred percent of the time. So that's the that's the first thing. That's that's one of the key things that I would say is frantic about the high press. Now there's a lot more teams working with this high press. Um, in amateur football and trying to use three to five players to do so um, just simply because we're now finding that playing out from the back seems to be the most common theme in maybe England I haven't I haven't been to other um, countries but um, to see it but yeah that's that's what I would say so one of the things that I've, I've heard, the high press seems to work for most teams and I, I get why people want to use it. It seems like if you can win the ball at, um, at a quicker speed and can win the ball at, at a higher um, a high intensity but in a more high position on the field, you can probably be closer to goal um, as soon as possible. With that said... I don't think that always works for every team that you that you actually have in your in your possession. Um, I think it needs to be addressed that sometimes a high press doesn't always work, um, which also negates that you need to have a high line, which also negates that people may slack off if the ball gets played over the top because what they may have been drilled into is playing a high a high line with a high defensive press. Now, if your striker isn't necessarily pressing, then you don't have a high press. You just basically have somebody running into to close somebody down, close the, uh, the opposition down. It doesn't work. Um, then you have maybe the two wingers, maybe a, um, a number uh, a number eight and number ten coming in behind just to try and try and help with that with that press. That would need to be worked on over a period of what maybe, in my opinion. If you've got the players as an amateur team and and can can train what more than once a week, then you can probably get it done within maybe a month. Um, but then you would have to literally work on that and pretty much forget everything else at the same time. That with said, that's being said, you also have to know that those same players will always be at training week in week out. And they wouldn't have any th- any um, problems with working on the high press. So they will need to know what's going forward. Another thing that I'm going to throw into the, into that is the formation. 3-5-2. Now, Antonio Conte did this at Chelsea in 2015, 2014, 2015. Won the league with it. He tried to play a 4 um, 2 before before that. And please don't forget that there's a goalkeeper at the end of that. So there's 1-4-2-3-1 and it wasn't working. So he had players that weren't playing in, in positions that really helped. Then a little known fact of Jody Morris. Apparently he was playing the 3-5-2 um, with the academy boys at Chelsea. And he decided, well, maybe this is the right way to go. So again, he used it. In Italy, it was a major thing that it was used. Um, that was used for for years, um, three five two. Um, but the difference was was that it wasn't a high press. It was very much a mid block, um, with anybody trying to force their way through. If they were going to force their way through, the ball would go over the top, and it wouldn't really go anywhere because, as far as the top teams were concerned, if they had the players, they could shoot from anywhere, and that's what it was. Um, So when you've got AC Milan, Juventus, Roma, Inter Milan, um, Fiorentina, Lazio, all playing a specific style, eventually it became that there wasn't a way of playing, it was just the way of playing. Um, Since then, Italy have have reignited the flame of possession football, positional football within Europe, Um, Spain made a massive change decided to go with a uh, 1433 three, um with a defensive midfielder to um, to be the pivot player to win the ball win the ball back but also receive the ball from the back the back uh, five and possibly play forward um again another 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 formation change was the 1451 that Arsenal famously used in the 2006 run up to the Champions League final which left Henri on his own um, as a sole striker and he performed, he performed that well, um, that to, to a high standard, but then he had the right players behind him to either feed the ball to him or on the other side, it was, it was basically a flat, um, flat midfield five, um, with Henri just pretty much given, given him the options, given them the options of where he needed to, to play forward. Um, Looking at looking at the three five two nowadays, it can be interpreted in so many different ways. Um whether you have two pivots, whether you have uh, one pivot with two central midfielders, whether you even have um one player playing as a defensive midfielder or pivot, then you have a central midfielder, but then you also have an attacker midfielder, which would likely negate that there would be a a lopsided triangle. It would be one where you could see the the pattern of um, pattern that works for for the team. Um, like as I said, with the high press, with the three five two, you can see why people will go for that. But at the same time, I'm also thinking if you haven't got the players, then don't then don't do it. Some will go with a four three three. Some goes with a four one four one. Um, some go with these different formations that you go well, let's play with a single pivot player. Um, I don't think you have to have a single pivot player. I just think that's what people have, have decided to go with, and it works for their their team and their players because it's been well drilled into them, um, and it's and it's worked. And I get that. There's there's other formations that you can you can base it around four four two. With one of the with one of the strikers, one of the midfielders, sorry, becoming a striker, or four three three one one four three three with the defensive midfielder, but then you have two um, central midfielders and two wingers. So yeah, so many different things there that you can you can justify it on. Um, but yeah, I, I thought let me go in with a different a different direction and just address the situation that we we have with. Formations with uh, the high press, and there's there's just it it works. It works for ser- certain teams, but when you haven't got when you haven't trained with the right players, or there's always something that stops a player from coming to training, you have to kind of think, well, does that work? And if it doesn't, then it's not worth worth um, using. Um, but yes. Again, it's it's one that I wanted to speak about, and I'm glad that I did uh, for this evening. And I hope everybody enjoys this uh, this vlog. I may have missed a point. If there is a point that I've missed, then by all means, put um, bring it up on the on the vlog chat. And I hope to see everybody soon. Hopefully, with another PT blog. Through yours truly, J B K, and a quick shout out to all. That make this possible. So pitch talk themselves with SSLGA straight shooting LJA, Sorry, straight shooting Liam Angel, the G man Gavin Henry. We got Jesse Fizzle all the way over on the other side of the world. Congrats to you, my man. Well done. And we also got Nathan. So hopefully Nathan still uh, still supporting as as ever. The big name Arsenal uh, with G, uh, the G-man and hopefully Liverpool can produce a different formation coming this season um, with a possible three-five-two with the type of players that they've got going forward um, but I digress with the shout outs and with the conversation that I've had I will see you guys later yours truly JBK peace out